Presenting Fred Allen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We've come to another Friday night, and you know that means another salad bowl review. Well, Indian summer will soon be here, and around the reservations, everyone knows that the well-dressed squaw will be wearing a muslin blanket. But with or without reservations, if you will have a heart-to-heart talk with the nearest head of lettuce, you will find that the well-dressed salad is still wearing Hellman's mayonnaise. The papers say that the radio show held at Madison Square Garden last week was a great success. One exhibit showed a new invention, a radio set that fits into your bathtub. Imagine stepping in to take a shower, and just as you turn on the water, the bathtub looks up at you and says, Hello, everybody. (laughs) So much for progress. Tonight, if you'll step into the salad bowl, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take you back for a last look at the Tiptoe Detective Agency. I am still Inspector Allen, and while I'm greeting my relatives in the police lineup, Ferdy Grofay will conduct us into my office. Tiptoe Detective Agency. Yes, we've reduced prices. Inspector Allen will tell you the new rates. Hello? Yes, everything's come down. Shadowing 40 cents an hour, marked down from 60. On sunny days, it's even cheaper. Yes, I shadow at night. I use a sun lamp. No, we don't have wholesale prices. Why don't you get a mirror and a blowtorch and shadow yourself? He has a lot of nerve. Oh, it's some guy. He's a bigamist. He suspects both of his wives. There's a man here. He looks like Jerry the Red. Hey, Jerry's dangerous, but send him in. I'll give him the third degree before he can open his mouth. Here's your club. Thanks. I'm ready for him. Oh, Inspector. Jerry the Red, hey? Where were you at twilight on the 7th? Oh, don't hit me, Inspector. Come clean. I'll massage your skull. Oh, oh. possum, eh? Who stole those glass doorknobs at the Bolivar Mansion? Are you nuts? Don't change the subject. At twilight on the 7th... Oh, that's the last straw. I'm going to punch you in the nose. Oh, right in the eye. That's twilight... And here's twilight for your other eye. Oh, that's my mouth now. My lips are swelling. Wait a minute, Jerry. I ain't Jerry. I came to see about your subscription to the Blue Detective magazine. Oh, I can't see to read a magazine. But I'll take two pounds of steak for my eyes. Well, don't bother me. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, oh, Inspector, oh, look at your face. Oh, is it bad? Your profile is running crosswise. Push my teeth in through my lip, will you? There. Oh, not my nose, my teeth. I can't tell your nose from your teeth. My nose has no enamel on it. Oh, there. Now you're all right. Mm, that's your story. Tiptoe Detective Agency. Oh, it's Dr. Pickard, the dentist. Hello, Doc. Yes, I caught that guy who's been breaking into your waiting room every week. He's no burglar. He's a patient. You finished last week. Yes, he's been reading a continued story in one of your office magazines. Right. Oh, excuse me, Inspector. One of your eyes is open. I know. I opened it. Can you see three strange-looking men? I'll try. Who are they? I'll show them in. It is I, the Shadow. Hello, Shadow. Whatever became of the groundhog? My dear Inspector. And you, Sherlock Holmes. Yes, Watson was elementary, Inspector. You're impossible. No cracks, Holmes. I'll give you more needles than Watson ever saw. <laughs> Have you met Charlie Chan? Hello, Charlie. Salutations, Inspector Arthur. I'm pretty busy, boys. Now, what is it you want? We have found a mystery none of us can solve. <laughs> it is a real mystery. We 
not Pathfinder. No case is too difficult for me, boys. Yes, you're the only one who can give us this solution. And what is the mystery? When all of the good detectives like us are off the air, how did you get back at radio? Exactly. <laughs> Solve that. Miss Watson. Yes, sir? Try to turn that radio dial quick before the sponsors decide to solve that mystery. All police cars stand by. Mysterious disappearance of Bill Bailey. This is Bailey Frantic. Details as follows. She'll save the wear and tear on my telescope. Hello. Oh, hello, Portland. What are you doing with the camera? I had to take some pictures for Mama. Pictures of what? Well, Papa left home this morning. He said he had a job. Hey, things must be picking up if he's been thrown back into employment. Mama wouldn't even believe it. Is that where the camera comes in? Yes. Mama wanted me to get a picture of Papa on the job. For what? For posterity. She said no one would believe her if she told them Papa went to work in this life. If she had pictures, she could prove it. I get it, but you should have a moving picture camera. Not for Papa. He's so slow you can catch him working with a time exposure. What is he doing? He's assistant window dresser in a piano store. Assistant window dresser? Yes. After the head window dresser carries in the piano, Papa comes in with the stool. I see. 50-50. No. Papa's 55. The other man's about 40. Papa's older physically, but he's younger mentally. I'll intimate. He always misses his big chances. Doesn't he hear opportunity when it knocks? No. So many people are knocking, Papa. He can't tell which knock is opportunities. Oh, well, any knock is as good as a boost. Maybe. But a boost is better if you're trying to look over a transom. You said it when you said Dixie. I didn't say Dixie. If you ever do say Dixie, you will have said it. You're a... you're a swell detective. Thank you. Mama says you couldn't find the corned beef in a boiled dinner. You tell your mother she'd better watch her steps. She always watches her steps. How come? So the people upstairs won't swipe our milk. Don't tell me your neighbors are veranda filchers. 
all intimate. They copy everything Papa starts. Say, what's wrong with him? Well, his stomach is upside down for one thing. What caused that? He stood on his head too much when he was a boy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't his stomach bother him upside down like that? Oh, yes. He has to eat all of his meals backwards. You mean he starts dinner with a finger bowl? Yes. Then he has black coffee and an entree of pie. Now, what does he finish with? He always says grace at the finish. I quit. Hello. Who is this? The mayor? Yes, Your Honor. The city's been robbed. I know. The taxpayers have been suspecting that. Oh, 40 manhole covers are missing? Okay, I'll go to the nearest manhole and look into it. That's terrible, isn't it? Who would steal 40 sewer tops? I'll ask Papa. He said the city was roasting yesterday. You think he'd take off all the manhole covers? He might. He's a fiend for ventilation. Oh, are you leaving? Yes. You've got me so mixed up, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. You're going, I hope. Goodbye, Portland. Peek-a-boo. <laughs> Attention. Police cars stand by. Proceed at once to party at home of Mrs. Nichols, prominent society leader. Stand by to escort departing guests. Stand by to escort departing guests. <laughs> I do say. Everybody seems to be having a good time. Hello, Tiptoe Detective Agency. Who is this? The Union Knitting Mills? 200 suits of red flannel underwear have been stolen? I know. We had our first frost last night. Search the nearest communist nudist camp. Okay. Oh, oh, Inspector Allen, there's a man out here fighting with a little boy. The man is wearing a barrel. Is the little boy wearing a cape? Well, I'll see. Oh, hello, there is Inspector Allen. you all hot brown, bleed bound, uh, blood bound. I'm Roy Redwell. Roy Redwell. Oh, he's just an old fuss budget, Inspector. Who's an old bus budget? A bus budget? Uh, you hold my your young tongue, kid. Remember, raised before age. I mean, uh, age before uh, beauty, and the heart, the cart before the mare. I mean, the horse. Wait a second, Atwell. Watch your haphazard gibberish. Oh, I'll scotch my haphazard. My gap has my haphazard gillifish. Just keep still. Now, what's the matter, son? He lost his pants. Yes, yeah, frost, uh, frost my, uh, frost my plants. I'll, I'll spank the stu- stuffing out of me. You, I'll, t- I'll tan your. Tide. I'll, I'll hand now, you... now, keep your barrel on, Atwell. Well, I'll creep, I'll weep on my barrel. Yes, I, I'll sleep and I'll, I'll, I'll keep my nose at the bunghole too. I, I, pull, I pump my way. I, I went, I want my friend, my, my, my pants. Well, how did you lose them? It's his own fault, Inspector. You see, they were letting little boys in free to the baseball game today. Yes, little balls free to the. I mean, little balls free to the big baseball. Little, little baseballs. Little. Oh well, let it go, let it go. Well, Mister Atwell, he wanted to borrow my short pants so he could get in free. When he took his pants off, I accidentally threw them over the fence. He threw my perps over the pants on fences. I mean, he pants my fence over the perps. Uh, oh, oh, you, you can't pull, you can't wool the pull over my pants. I mean, my ears, my eyes. Why, I wouldn't tie a tin can to a dog's tail. Oh, you wouldn't tie a dog's can to a tin pail. Why, you'd tie, you'd tie, you'd tie the big bag wolf, the big, big bag wolf to the three little pre- pre- pigs, you stance feeler, you pants uh, stealer. Here, here, cool off now. I'll telephone the boy school teacher. Ah, now you're squawking. The boy's tool screecher. A school is see tool screecher. Yes. She'll teach him. She'll teach him a, a, teach him a thing or three. I mean, go to the tool. 
I ought to smack you right in the kisser, you fool pigeon. Who's a fool's pigeon? You can't kiss me in the smacker. Eh, pipe down. Wait till I get you outside. Oh, I'll pipe down. I'll, I'll, I'll... Boy, school teacher is coming right over. Oh, Roy, I mean, boy, uh, wa- watch me stuff my stuff, uh, stuff my cup, uh, stuff. Kiss me, kid. I'm a, I'm a polylop, a lily cup, a uh, lollipop plop. Yeah, she won't give you a tumble. Won't give we, uh, me a fumble? She, she's my little totsy hotsy. Oh, hello, Inspector Allen. Oh, there you are, Georgie. Hello, Miss Rumble Twitch. Hello, teacher. Hello, uh, Mr. Hello, uh, uh, baby, baby, baby doll. Uh, how about a little ha- uh, date for, for the fight tonight? I'll fake me, uh, take me, you to the flea, sir, flea circus, and we'll make a, a night of it. <gasps> sir, how dare you? Inspector, this man's been making a pest of himself. Pasting a mess of myself? Self? He's been writing love solace on my blackboard. I'm writing sunsets on whose blackboard? Uh, blackboard. I mean, on a blackboard. Uh, I, I always play it with sour. Uh, say it with flour. Yesterday he wanted to talk to teacher, so he made me leave his hat in the teacher's room. I made him leave the room in the teacher's hat? Uh, it's a lie. The, bo- the, boy, the boy needs a good deal, a deal of Yankee, a spanking. Spare the tire, I mean spare the child, and spill the, I mean rob the child, and share the spo- spoils. Spare the spoils. Oh, well, let it go, let it go. I think a little spanking will do you both good. What do you say, Miss Rumbletwitch? You're all right, Inspector. I'll take Georgie. No, no, you fa- you take me, Miss Miss Fumbleditch. I'll take care of you, Atwell. Turn around. Miss Al, while I get him out of this barrel. Let me go. Let me go. I'll warm your epidermis, Al. Don't, don't, don't yelp. Help. He who, he who, 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 he who. Just hear them sisters groaning. And hear them brothers moaning. Repenting and atoning. Glory Bible day. There's a very excitable couple here. Tell them I'm in conference. In conference? Yes, I'm talking to myself. Hello, calm yourself. Calm yourself, yourself. Why not calm myself? My wife, she's come with me. Hey, where's the ball? I'm Inspector Allen. What's wrong? Well, my vegetable store, she's been around. My truck, she's been hijacked. And my wife, is no good for not. What was stolen from your vegetable store? Spinach. All over the spinach is gone. Say, that's the fourth spinach robbery in two days. It's a new racket. Someone's trying to corner the spinach market. Ah, the spinach market, she's not a corner. Keep quiet while I deduce. You mean deduce you for chase the muscle in a salute? Here, here, no demonstration, please. Now, are you sure nothing else was stolen from your vegetable counter? Sure, boss. We got plenty of onions, potatoes, tomatoes, bananas. But yes, we got a no spinach. We got a no spinach. Here, here, stop it, stop it. Who ever heard of Italian hillbillies? <laughs> now, uh, pick up your hat and wife, Luigi. Let's go. Miss Watson. Yes, sir. Get me uh, disguise number six. The conservative man about town. You know, red nose, bulging Adam's apple, white vest, cutaway coat, and torn away pants. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, here you are. Your own brother wouldn't know you. Good. I owe him ten dollars anyway. <laughs> Give me that black box. Careful now. Don't drop it. Come on. Get a move on yourself. You'll get your spinach if I have to look under every hard-boiled egg in town. Come on. We'll go down to your store. Quiet, quiet. This is my place here. You want for me to make light? For no, you? I'll use my flashlight. Hey, what for do you got these flag parts? Listen, whoever carried off your spinach had to leave a trail of sand. But, Simon, I know can't see the sand. Exactly. You and I can't see the small grains of sand. But here in this box, I have 10,000 trained ants. 
Now I'm going to turn them loose. The ants will pick up the sand to build an anthill, see? All we have to do is follow them. Hey, it's a crazy... Stand back now. I'll break open the box. Now watch where those ants go. Come on. We'll follow them. Look, they all go this way. They're turning to the right. Where does this road lead to? That's lead down to the river. To the river? Come on, sure. quick. There's no time to be lost. Hey, hey, wait for me. Wait for the ants. Hey, look. Look, that's a bunch of small kids by the water there. Hey, they're throwing boxes overboard, too. Hey, hey there, you kids. Grim, you were celebrating a Boston tea party. Oh, Grim, you were celebrating a Boston tea party. Oh, Grim, you were celebrating... Grim, you were celebrating a Boston tea party. I'm right a Boston tea party. Open with the boxes, boys. Hey, what is all this? The revolution. We won't eat spinach. We stole every bit of spinach in town. We're throwing it away. Wait a minute, boys. Don't be too hasty. Spinach is good for you. Don't you know, boy, boys know that spinach contains vitamin B, G, and D? Why don't you mind your own business? Don't get militant, ragamuffin. I forbid you boys to throw another box overboard. Yeah, who do you think you are? I warn you, you junior louts. I stand here as George Washington stood. Who is this, Tom? He's nuts. He says he's George Washington. Let's get him, fellas. Yeah, let's throw him overboard. Now, I'll report this. I'll write my congressman. You kids can't put me down. Help! Help! Help, Luigi! I'm going down. That's the fine one. You come up. Bring up an inspector. Most is now as low as fifteen cents for a half pint jar. Why not buy the best? Yes, certainly. Why not buy the best? Now that every woman can afford Hellman's mayonnaise, why not serve it exclusively on your salad? can afford it. In most women's the price of the half-pint jar is as low as 15 cents, and the prices of other sizes are relatively just as low. Every woman can also afford those other delicious Hellman products. Hellman's relish spread, Hellman's French dressing, and Hellman's Thousand Island dressing. No one need use salad dressings which do not supply the same health benefits or fine flavor as Hellman's mayonnaise, a true mayonnaise. So I repeat, at the new low prices, why not buy the best? Get a jar of Hellman's tomorrow. Now, Mr. Allen's health and advice on etiquette. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Well, our etiquette department is going like a blacksmith's clientele in a one-horse town. And the postcard tonight comes from Professor Merrill G. Clark at Detroit, Michigan. Professor Clark says, quote, I am an English professor at a local college and always have trouble eating alphabet soup in restaurants. Invariably, the waiter serves me a plate of alphabet soup containing grammatical errors, which he expects me to swallow. I have taught English so long that a grammatical error, even in this form, uh, upsets me internally. What should I do? Unquote. Alphabet soup has always been a problem to grammarians, Professor Clark. Many professors finding errors correct the soup and send it back to the chef, giving him some homework besides. Other teachers send for soup censors supplied by the makers of the illiterate broth. 
The censors will gladly remove any objectionable words that may have formed in your soup, but generally, by the time the censor leaves, your soup is cold, and while you may enjoy a grammatical triumph, gastronomically you are defeated. The best thing to do is to order your alphabet soup with the H's dropped and eat it as English muffin broth. Since fully, since fully 60% of the soup consumed in this country ends up on men's vests anyway, you are really swallowing nothing but your pride and 40% of the liquid insult. If you, too, have a problem in etiquette lying unsolved in your dumb waiter, ladies and gentlemen, why not send me the spare parts of a possible faux pas, and I shall be glad to spank my mind in an effort to help you, as I know I have helped Professor Clark tonight. This is Fred Allen saying good, spelled G-O-O-D, night, spelled N-I-G-H-T. And don't forget, the well-dressed salad is wearing Hellman's mayonnaise. (laughs) 